TJ here from Comics and Us. I just wanted to make a quick note on the audio on this episode. It is bad in certain instances. I had trouble with the download files and certain aspects of it I couldn't take out because of just the way, just with the files that I have. I lost a good portion of it and this is all I could recover and some of it is intrusive to say the least there's some buzzing in the backgrounds there's there's just it's not bad it's not good audio quality and not that our podcasts are full of essentially the best audio quality but i tried to make it as listenable as possible throughout but i did my best i apologize in advance for the audio Hope you still enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically, um, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, sure. You you seem to have this problem. Yeah. On well, that's because he's doing a hundred podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to another one of yours today, just for the record. Uh, oh, yeah. he don't know. He don't know the catchphrase for the other ones either. No, he doesn't. I listened <laughs> to your second episode of your movies one. Oh, okay. And yeah. yes, you what don't know uh, Spider Man from like nineteen fifty. Oh, they're good ones. Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Superman. 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 Yeah, oh, Superman. Oh, was Serial? One of the serials? No, it was the pilot movie for the uh, 1950 TV show. Oh, wow. I don't think I ever yeah. saw that. It's it's a watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the old Batman serials and stuff like that, so I think I would like it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. But, you know, we're not here to talk about the other podcast. Listen, we're promoting. One. We're promoting. What else you got? You got, uh, what else? That's what Anime I was hoping podcast. you would go into your, yeah, we're like, promoting. Uh, Superman and the Mole Men. Yeah, it's Superman and the Mole Men, episode two of that. I also just released episode, you know what? I don't know why yeah, we're you can't doing say. this. You can't say just release because who knows what if they're going to eat Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're <laughs> I'm like, that's why I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you're going to have to cut all of this out. That was, you're going to have to cut all that out. Okay. You don't have to cut two, it. Three. We can start you're, just li- you're just late <laughs> listening to his podcast. Apparently, you're not a big fan of TJ. That's all. <laughs> Five years later, I listened to his second episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even think of that, that you this literally may not be released for like a year or two. So. I was going to say, I just released episode five of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't say that. You, you can't definitely say that. cannot say that. Why can't I? <laughs> I mean, you can't. Because but they're going to be like, we're on, what the hell? <laughs> we're on episode 78. So, then we're ahead <laughs> of the game. <laughs> Uh, this is live, TJ. What if we do a live show? This is a live show. Yes, this well, is a live like, show. If hey, it was a live, magic. if it was a live show, we'd be covering something else right now because <laughs> you wrote into magic. <laughs> well, guess what? It doesn't matter because this episode won't be released for another two years anyway. We hope. Cut um, all this out. <laughs> so on this cover, I have a question. 
Hold on, before we get to there, before we start, before I didn't even tell them what we were covering yet. <laughs> I'm just getting us back on track. We are covering Batman number 15. It is the February-March issue, released March 1943. The executive editor of it was Whitney Elsword. Cover artist was Jack Burnley. The first story was written by Jack Schiff, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson's George Russo's, lettered by George Russo. Second story... By, written by Don Canrim, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley and Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley. Third story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley and Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley. And the last story was written by Don Cameron, Bob, written penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson and George Russo's, lettered by George Russo's. Now, Lumpy, you can talk about the cover if you want. Oh, all I heard was a bunch of Burnleys and Bentleys. That's all I heard. <laughs> um... <laughs> I had a, well, just a question. Okay. On the bottom left-hand side of your cover, what mm-hmm. is there? Uh, so, that's that's interesting. First, explain the cover, and then I'll tell you what's there. Okay. So, uh, Batman and Robin are on the beach. It looks like there's a chest of bullets, and Robin's feeding box. the bullets. Yes. Into a uh, machine gun, Gatling gun, mounted on the beach. Yeah. Yes, and Batman's fire in it. Yes. So what it says down in the corner, because I have the problem too, but I found it because there's just a red box down in my corner. They sent it here. That's why mine says it. No, mine has words. Does it have it? Are you want to say what it says? Says keep those bullets flying with an exclamation point, and then it says keep on buying more bonds and stamps. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can't believe they censored it on here. Well, I guess because it says keep bullets flying, maybe. Because Batman's firing a gun. He is, but I mean, if they're going to censor anything, they should censor Batman well, firing be, a gun. It'd be kind of hard to censor the cover of the yeah. issue. So the problem with the the problem with it to me is that Batman doesn't use guns. Yeah, I guess well, he would if he had to do what he does in this comic. Oh my god! This I, entire this entire comic <laughs> this comic is terrible in every way. Really? Oh my god! I like this one a lot. No, I mean, not terrible as in bad. I mean, like, Batman and Bruce Wayne do some terrible things in this comic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. This is not... It's, <laughs> I feel like it's not even for kids anymore in this comic, to be honest not with you. Not this one. Not no. The, one, the one's a nightmare fuel. The one is nightmare fuel. Yeah, but I did, if you're, I if you're did in the enjoy of war, the stories. I liked all the stories in this one. Mm-hmm. I'll I start like, off right with that. I have a pr- major problem with one of them. Okay, but I did. I enjoyed every one. I didn't have a problem reading them. I blew right through them. I liked every story in this in this comic. And but you'll so ruin it. TJ knows. will ruin it, so thanks a lot. <laughs> TJ will ruin it. But just so everybody knows, again, we always complain about it being very wordy. This was good, but every story was... Wordy, yes. Wordy. Like, it's I felt a like there lot was, to read. I felt like there was some different artwork, too. It was a lot brighter in some of them this uh, time around. I was going to say, I'm going to get to that, I know we'll get to too. it, but yeah. Yeah, because I feel the same way. All right. So, yeah, but the cover is very simple. Just, you know, they got, you know what I noticed? Or is that just in the comics? That they got that rid, of, rid of that circle with Batman in the top corner. I think that's just Detective Comics to let you know Batman's in that. Okay. I mean, he's in every one of them anyway, but. Right. Okay, and the comic's still 10 cents if anyone's curious. Yeah, we're waiting for that to go up. And, yeah. All right, let's move into the actual comics themselves. The first one is called Your Face is Your Fortune. And... Alright, it just just forewarned, every one of these opening splash pages has 
a scroll of text. Yeah, I'm, like, not re- I'm not reading the entire text. So. No, you don't need to read the entire text. In <laughs> fact, you can skip the text altogether because it just spoils the story anyway. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't read any of them. Really? I, read, I, I, I read every one of them, and each time they spoiled exactly what was going to happen in the comic. I started to read this first one, and I was like, I'm annoyed by this. I'm not reading these little recaps <laughs> that they put on the first splash page. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I didn't read them for any of them. I like the little synopsis of the story. It gets you, a little, gets you prepared. It spoils everything that happens. Literally. <laughs> Anyway, Uncle Chris, go ahead. What's happening on our opening splash page? Right, so we got a yellow background with the regular Batman and with Robin the Boy Wonder uh, logo on the top. It says Bob Kane. And then um, we got a cat riding a giant cat. Apparently Catwoman's still wearing her, her mask, her cat mask. Yeah. Yeah. So she's riding a giant cat, like, through the air. And the bat plane is chasing the giant cat. And Batman's standing on the wing. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> right? what's happening. <laughs> Now, what is yep. around her waist or something? What is that? There's like chains with little stars on the ends of them. I can't she has that a out. jewelry it, box. Jewelry box, yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of people's necklaces like hanging out and shining. Spoiler, spoiler. I know what that is now. But she is on a flying cat. Yeah, that's I what could be. Did the cat jump or did it fly? I mean, it I mean it's a giant cat. It's it could It could be standing on the buildings. It could be jumping, but... You know, it's a giant cat, and spoilers, it's not canon. <laughs> no, it's not canon. And it she's got, like, a, a reins around its neck like a horse. Yeah. I yeah. think the story would be better if it was canon, though. If this was the story that <laughs> happened. Now, see, you wouldn't like the story, because it would be fa- crazy fantasy, but we would like the story. <laughs> you would tear it apart. We yeah, would I, love this one. I don't like stories that aren't canon. You don't like splash pages that aren't canon, is that what you're saying? I don't like stories that are dreams or in alternate dimensions or. You Why? Know, you don't have dreams at night? Because they don't. That's wasting my time. It didn't happen. Sometimes, well, when you're reading it, you're like, oh my God, this is happening. And, and then, then at up. the end, it doesn't happen. And it You don't like seven- The Wizard of Oz? You got a problem with The Wizard of Oz? Yes. <laughs> but these things, these, like, like Dick, when he has dreams like that, these are the things that make him who he is. You yeah, know? you're getting into his psyche. We're, we're going, delving into his psyche. You know what? You used to talk about that, and then I thought back to that giant one. <laughs> Yeah, where Batman's awesome. killing all those things, and that's yeah, that in Robin's mind. So yeah, Robin, Robin's a crazy person. Robin's definitely crazy, and he thinks Batman's <laughs> a murder and monster. Well, because he watched Batman murder a lot of people in the beginning there. That's, that's true, too. He probably <laughs> at, a, at a very young age. Batman yeah, he watched Batman a kill people. a lot of people. And then he stopped. So he knows that, that that anger is still lurking inside Batman, and that's what he dreams about. Yeah, whatever. Let's get on to the comic proper here. <laughs> we open up with a woman named Elva Barr waking up and going to work. And she's works in a salon. She to work? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And right away I noticed that um if Batman has anything to do with her, he has a type because she likes to wear a weird hat. <laughs> I noticed that right he away. Does. <laughs> she does have a weird hat. She's got that yeah. same Peter Pan hat on that uh I was gonna Linda say it looks like Linda yeah. Page's hat. From the last one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't even notice it. I guess I'm just used to the weird hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's always the main female in the beginning has a weird hat on. Maybe that's just her being fancy. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so she, she goes to work. She works at a salon, and then she comes home. And then the narrator is asking us, who is this beautiful girl? And then then, it's, then he spoils it and says, yes, you guessed it. It's Catwoman. 
I didn't guess yeah, it at that I point. Would have never guessed it. I really didn't think because they were calling her Elva Bar. I had uh-huh. no idea it was Catwoman. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, who is this? I guess she's going to be a girl that knows Catwoman or something. But no, I no. was just so confused. How can they? I, the narrator just assumes this is Catwoman, but they don't give you anything that no, says not up to this that point. Elva Bar is Catwoman. All right, and I was like, who the hell is Elva Bar? Because her name's Selena Kyle. Kyle. Was her, her name, name established? Her name was Selena Kyle already. Okay. Yes, I think okay. this Elva Bar is just the her well, working name. Her alias. Call, a couple times when they call her Elva Bar, they put it in quotation marks. Every so I guess time. that means like, yeah, maybe it is. You know. So even when her they alias. first do it, Elva Bar is like in bold. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. But they put it in quotation marks sometimes. Yes, yeah. but they do that. Chris, I, I lump. I don't know if you ever noticed, but they do that with every name. <laughs> in this one, they do. <laughs> I don't know if they do it in every comic. I just noticed that this well, one. Well, I said noticed because <laughs> they did it with Linda Page on the next one. I'm yeah. like, okay, I thought they were just emphasizing Elva Bar. <laughs> but honestly, they 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 um put some other words in bold too, like falling in love is in bold, and they wrote Bruce, Bruce, Batman, Bruce, almost every time Bruce is in bold too. I yeah. okay. I, I guess I just picked it out because Elva Bar was not actually the same. <laughs> right. Name, so. I guess you were supposed to guess that she was Catwoman because she has a cat, or because they showed the Catwoman head in the first splash page. Well, that too. That's possible too. But you know, they could have thrown giving you a different character here. You're right. Yeah, but she her, does feed her cat. Her second panel, she got a cat. So yeah. So anyway, so we cut over to a beauty contest for beauty salon operators that Bruce Wayne just happens to be a judge of? It's it's a weird thing. <laughs> beauty salon <laughs> operator beauty pageant. Yeah, I, don't I think know. they got a little bit of an edge, don't they? Because they like know how to put their own makeup on and stuff. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, if you're only competing against each other, is I it guess. really... Really no, it's not an edge Do they just have random beauty contests for different occupations for women? I, I mean, this mm, is the know. 40s. So... Maybe. Maybe. I, I yeah. have no idea. And, and my bigger question is just, is Bruce Wayne just on all the panels? Bruce likes well, chicks. He's a, he's a playboy <laughs> with nothing to do. Everybody else is busy, so they know they can get him because I guess. he's not doing anything. Bruce in the 40 digs chicks. That's it. I'm, I'm yep. a chick magnet. Anyway. <laughs> what, what's her name? Elva Barr? Is that what it is? Elva Barr. Elva Barr. Yeah. Yeah. Elva Barr wins the beauty contest, but Bruce notes that, hey, that's Catwoman, which is kind of a flaw in her plan, revealing her identity that she was Catwoman so early. It's kind of weird because they see people all the time without their, like, you know, outside of being the bad guy, and they never notice them. But he picks her out right away. I mean, of course he does. Yeah, because he likes her, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so he tells her that she wins, but he's suspicious of her, but... Selena Kyle, or Elva Barr in this case, ha- is falling in love with Bruce Wayne after one conversation. <laughs> well, you know, no, you know why? Because she's so used to having a house for Batman, she don't pick up the voice, but she knows she likes it for some reason. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's what I felt about it, yeah. She was already, you know, trying to get a, get a hold of some Batman, and this is as close as she's getting. Which is kind of weird in this story, as we'll get to, but yeah, it's... Yeah, there's some bad really, stuff that happens. Yeah, there's story. some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. Anyway, we cut over to Linda Page the next morning, reading that Bruce Wayne chose Selena Kyle or Elva Barr as the winner of the beauty contest. 
and she doesn't think she's so hot. And th- she gets mad because she thinks that's who Bruce thinks is beautiful, but um, he was a judge. He had to pick somebody. True. <laughs> yeah, he didn't pick the blonde, though. Yeah, yeah. true. Then we cut over to Wayne Matter, where Bruce is still talking about the Catwoman, and Dick's like, I don't care. Why don't you go yeah. do something about it? Why do you keep talking about this? Dick's kind of being one of them. <laughs> yes. yes Instead of talking so much, how about doing something? Like, he's like, get away from me. Yeah, Bruce. but I I think it's, I was under the impression that Bruce has been nonstop talking about this for, like, since it's happened. And Dick's well, just, and Dick's see, just. I, Dick's just tired of the whole Catwoman. Yeah. Every time yeah. they encounter her, he lets her go. That's what I was going to say. Dick already is tired of hearing about Cat. He, like every time they they let her go, Bruce probably talks about her for a month. <laughs> right? He just rambles on and on about <laughs> yeah. how beautiful she is. Like, just and... shut up, do something. I got a quick question before we get further, and I never looked it up, but you guys might know. I thought Linda Page was a redhead at one time. Am I confusing her with somebody else? There was somebody else before, too, wasn't Julie there? Julie Madsen. Okay, but, but she was black hair. Maybe? I think Linda Page has always been blonde. Okay, that's why I must have been confused. Because it was Linda Page to start. Then he was dating Julie Madsen. No, it was Julie first. Julie was first. Okay, alright. I was getting it confused. I, when so, I was reading this earlier, I was like, wait a minute. Julie was introduced when she was kidnapped by vampires. Yes. Who was his fiance? Was that Julie? That was Julie. Julie. Uh, what happened to her? Fiance. She got. She became a movie star and was almost killed by Clayface, and then decided she was going to be a movie star full time. And then they just decided that they weren't engaged Brother anymore. Off. Yeah, oh, because okay. if Bruce, if Bruce isn't going to be someone or do something with his life, then she can't be with him. Yeah. Huh. Essentially. Is that really? I don't remember that. Yeah, kind of. That's kind of. I don't remember exactly, but that's around how it. Yeah, they weren't the exact words, but that's basically what she told him. If you ever decide to do something with your life, I'm still interested. But since you're not going to ever do anything but be a playboy, I can't. Huh. Wow. Yeah, so she went on to Hollywood and Bruce stayed in Gotham. All right. So then we cut over to the salon where she continues to do his stuff. But we find out that she actually is doing this for a reason. She's putting special ingredients in the mud mask so she can make masks of the people that she is doing the salon for. She's also got, like, microphones in the chair to get their voices and stuff, so she's going to be done in the disguise soon enough. Don't they all? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, well, different kind of disguise. (laughs) Batman and Robin are suspicious, so they go and follow her, and so... (laughs) She's walking down the street, and she buys a mannequin toys of Batman and Robin. Which I thought was weird. I thought so weird, but I thought I, this line was like, uh, what was it? It's Bat- maybe it's Batman that says, See, the Catwoman even has a soft spot in her heart for us. She must have her form. Yeah. And because if you like, like Batman oh and Robin, if you like Batman and Robin, God, I guess you're just a good guy. You can't, I yeah. hate, you can't be a bad guy and not like Batman and Robin. Meanwhile, uh, Robin is beating around that corner, throwing up on the side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, slips something to the guy she bought the toys off of, and they notice it, and so they follow him to a bowling alley? Yeah, and they stop following yes. Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Right, they let her go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but they pretend they're looking for somebody else, and they just harass this poor guy. And beat the crap out of him. He's literally done nothing wrong at this point. 
No, they're they're shaking him down, and they rob him of his note. <laughs> yeah, they take his note. <laughs> they pickpocket him. They they they're chasing him, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe you're not the guy, but there are two thugs in there." And said, "This is their chance to get Batman." So they attack him, and then Batman pulls the guy he's harassing in front of him and get, lets him get hit in the face with a bowling ball in the face, and, and it bounces off the guy's face, and then. Then Batman uses them as a bowling ball and throws them down to down and knocks over some pins. And another guy. Apparently the other guy was down the bowling alley for some reason. Or he, he said, threw the guy down there. Yeah, but there's another guy down there. Oh. oh like, yeah. he threw him down there at another guy. I don't know what the other guy was doing down there. He's probably slipping and sliding, though. Meanwhile, Robin knocks down another guy with a bowling ball, and then we get a strange panel with Bat- Robin looking like he's about to pull this guy's pants down. <laughs> Yeah, the guy is the guy's <laughs> the guy's laying on the ground with his rear end up in the air, and Robin's got like oh he's putting that note back in his pocket. I yeah, I know what he's doing, but that, that's not it's what it's not looks what like. it looks like he's doing. No, no, no. Anyway, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm confused by this scene, but I don't want to talk about <laughs> he's it. He's gonna show him justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Batman apologized and said he made a mistake. <laughs> And then they leave. Hey, he also tells them, you should, like, it's their fault. Like, you should have waited a little longer and there would have been a fight. I mean, they did attack him. They did attack they him, did. but he was in there pushing their friend around. That's true, too. <laughs> anyway, while Robin was in there, was supposed to call the police, he read the note, and apparently there's something happened at the Maypoint wedding at night. Yeah. And Catwoman's putting on the disguise, and I have no idea what this wedding is for. Is police there? Is that police? No, it's Navy. Oh, it's the Navy there. Well, no, it's he's a Navy captain. The guy who's actually marrying her, the woman, is a Navy captain. Okay, so his name's Maypoint, I guess? It I must know. be, yeah, because it's the Maypoint wedding. Like, this is her marrying a Navy captain. That's why all okay. the Navy guys are there, and they're giving him the, the sword salute that they walk through and stuff. It's a, it's a Navy wedding. Okay. So anyway, there's the party's going on, and a reporter shows up, and then the weddings happen, and there's like a salute from the Navy, and the cameramen are set up, and then Catwoman, it, it was, the reporter was Catwoman, and her men were the cameraman, and they started, they start holding up the place. What I don't get about Catwoman is she lets everybody see her regular face, and then she puts the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had the reporter's mask on, so they Ah, were, Okay. So did she have it on like Batman, like over top of that cat mask? Yeah, that's a good question. They don't show it. So they show her as the reporter woman, and then the next thing you know, she's the cat woman. Right. So, so you know Batman puts people's faces over top of his mask? Yes. I wonder if she does that, too. So is she just here to rob these people of their wedding gifts? Yes. Yeah. She's okay. not a nice person. This is stupid, but okay. Stupid now, who plan. does Robin dunk in the punch bowl? One of the, the camera guys. Ah, yeah, okay. which are just one of her hurt. goons. Yeah, because yeah, so, Batman and Robin swing in, and they start attacking. Yeah. And, and they beat up the goons, and Catwoman tries to get away, but Batman catches up to her and grabs her. Yeah. Wait, you missed Batman's poem. You don't want to talk about Batman's poem? Uh, what's his poem? Go ahead. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue, but when you get up, you'll be black and blue. Uh, he rhymed blue with blue. <laughs> He sucks. I, um, Batman sucks. There's a few that are really <laughs> bad in this comic. Like, we even missed one earlier where he was like, I'm going to get two strikes with one. And the other one was like, yeah. 
Robin punching for a spare. It's like they were really bad in this one. I just ignore the jokes because they're just so terrible. They're they're about don't as worry. good as they're about as good as your jokes, honestly. I was just gonna tell you, don't worry, there's always a good one at the end. Don't worry about it. Yours are the best. Don't let them cut you down. <laughs> I don't listen to him. The fans the have spoken. people have spoken. Yeah, they want to know if we could do one in the beginning and one at the end, but I don't. I think I don't think they can handle it. So yeah, it might be just too much for them to handle. Yeah. So. Uh huh. Anyway, Batman catches Catwoman, and then oh, this is so stupid. <sighs> She's like, "All right, Batman, you caught me, you win." But and what's the use? And Batman's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I'm in love, Batman." In love with a fine decent man. You probably heard of him. I'm in love with Bruce Wayne. And he's like, oh, you're in love with me? He's thinking of it. And if if only you let me go, Batman, I could give up my life of crime and be with him. And Batman's like, hmm, that sounds okay. I'm going to pretend to trip him up. You got away again. I, well, I'm, Batman's uh, love struck there. What's he going to do? But then he's not. Yeah, that's what I didn't get. They changed it by the end of the, the, the comic. <laughs> he, well, he, so Catwoman gets away because Batman and Robin comes down and is like, what are you doing? She got away again. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, can't get her. Let's go. <laughs> well, may, maybe we'll get rid of her for good soon. Don't worry about it. And then the narrator is like, what is the Batman up to? I don't know. He's being stupid like he always is. And then... This is screwed up. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. So he starts dating Selena Kyle, or Elva Barr, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. To the point where they get engaged. Yeah, and um, Linda Page still thinks she's dating Bruce Wayne. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We, we, he does a, gets engaged, and Robin's like, dude, you're dating Linda. What about her? And he's like... <laughs> Just you're too young to understand what these things, Dick. You don't. You just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, this is where it gets a little screwed up. Here, yeah. So. And then Catwoman's goes to her her thugs and's like, "I'm giving up a life of crime. I'm getting married. This is it." And the guys are like, "Chris Wayne doesn't care about you." And she gets all man. Yes, he does. And then they, she thinks maybe they're right. Maybe he is just using me. Meanwhile, well, what, su- what sucks is she really was going to go straight. <laughs> yeah. She really is going straight at this point. Yeah, well, and that's why I'm like, and we're, we're kind of getting to a spoiler here. It's like, I'm so confused. What was his real plan here? Well, hold on. Let's just get, let's get through this because she's doubting that she's being played. She thinks she might be being played for. Well, meanwhile, Linda Crate Page is at home crying. Yeah. Because he not only did he... Is, did he do this and it's in the paper? She didn't even call her and let her know anything. Never even, like, no. Apparently, he's, it's none of her business. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, sorry, Linda, I'm not into you anymore. I'm getting engaged to this other girl. Nothing. He just is like... She finds out in the newspaper. Yeah. So yeah. she goes to the salon where Selena Kyle's still working and they're both like, hey, they're both pretty much scoping each other out, but Selena Kyle makes a Linda Page thing because she wants to know if Bruce really loves her or not. Right. And so they go to dinner, Catwoman disguised as Linda Page, and he's like, she's like, I wanted to find out if you're really into, into this girl and what's going on here. And he's like, listen, I'm just doing a babe favor for Batman. You just gotta trust me here. This engagement won't be for long. And she's like, she gets mad and walks away because she's Catwoman because she she realizes what's being used. Yeah, she's just being yeah. He's just making her look like a fool, actually. 
Yeah. Well, I feel like he, he his plan backfires here. Like, he makes her go even worse than right. she may have. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he so, does. so he goes home and he's like, and Dick tells him that, you know, Linda called 15 minutes ago. She's like, I was just with Linda. Oh, damn, that was, that was Catwoman. And so Catwoman goes on a crying screen because screw Bruce Wayne. He is a dick. It's his fault. This whole thing is his fault. Yeah. yeah. First, yeah he it's absolutely his fault. Because he could have easily captured her back there instead of letting her go again. And instead, he concocted this whole stupid plan and made both these women feel like te- feel terrible. Yeah. This is like him at pl- his playboyness at really at the top here. Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Not just playboy, like totally being a jerk, too. Yeah. Just, <laughs> but he, in his mind, he's not. But no. He's but trying to help her. He right. thinks he's helping her, but he's by leading by leading her along and asking him her to marry him. And then what? Then break it up as soon as she goes straight, I guess. And then, like, that's not going to end disastrously. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where his plan was going. Yeah, he was going to turn her straight and then say, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, I guess. That's a dumb. Like she wouldn't plan. just run back to crime after he. Split? Like, I, I don't get it. Anyway. While all that bullcrap was happening, Robin has his own plans. He got a job at the bowling alley because I guess he just hired kids wherever in 1940. Also, Robin's like, Batman is not thinking straight. Like, right. I gotta do something about this. Yeah, somebody has to be doing the work here. Because yeah. he's not. So, he goes back to the bowling alley and goes to that guy and he discovers that he's got his own leads on the Catwoman, essentially. And then some after he follows the guy, he comes back home and he's like, and Bruce is like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just following my own leads. You're too old to understand. And then Bruce <laughs> puts him over his knee and threatens yeah. to spank him. Yeah, he was going to spank him. He was definitely going to spank him. And I, I'm just, and I couldn't help but just remember a couple issues ago where Robin punched him in the throat and knocked his ass out. It's like, dude. And now you're going to spank him? I think you better think about that. Yeah, you might want to think twice before you... <laughs> but anyway, so they, um, Robin tells Bruce that that he, Jim Jones mentioned that there's some kind of thing being held. And meanwhile, I guess they're at a show of assorted animals. I don't know what the hell this is. It's, um, people yeah. brought their pets or something. Yeah, it's like it's a, a pet uh, show uh, to show <laughs> off all their extravagant pets and how good they are and i sure i don't know there's a parrot of a lot of dogs there's a penguin for some reason just so they could throw a penguin joke in there yeah just so they could say penguin i think bruce brought his penguin no because robin's like why are you hanging out with that penguin we're not looking for him yeah (laughs) i just i just assumed that bruce because bruce is there right you thought he brought the one from the uh from the yeah he's like i had to bring my pet so, here's my penguin. I don't know. Anyway, Catwoman's dressed up as an old lady, and I guess her plan is to now steal all these exotic pets and ransom them back, I guess. I think she's only taking the dogs or something. Something about the pedigree dogs at the end. I'm not positive what's going on here. I don't know either. I don't know. Her plans are really stupid up to this point. Honestly, every time I see her, her plans are stupid. She's going to steal the jewels. At, and- at least she's trying to steal jewels and you can sell them. But now she's stealing wedding gifts and pets. Yeah, this one kind of doesn't. So the wedding thing actually is probably even better than jewels to me because 
usually at a wedding, people give quite a bit of money. Like, there's cards and stuff there that could be, you Plus know, you get the open present amount of cash. And you get to act like you're surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Christmas. Yeah, but that so was... that I understand. Yeah, but that was an elaborate, well-guarded wedding. Like, Yeah, that was not the wedding you go to. You go to, like... You know, that one was... You were not getting... I don't know. If she pulled it off, it was a big school. She went through a lot of work only to get spoiled five minutes in by Batman and Robin. That's all I'm saying. If Batman wasn't there, she would have won. But Batman's always there in Gotham. Yeah, but they don't plan for that. Apparently, no one plans for anything because... They don't know Batman. Like, they're like, who are you? They would just go commit the crimes outside of Gotham. (laughs) <laughs> but they're not. They're doing it in Gotham. Anyway, anyway, she's stealing animals right now. <laughs> Which is, is stupid. She's stealing is animals. And then Batman and Robin show up and there's another fight. And then the parrot says something that distracts the guy. Which allows Batman and Robin to continue to beat them up. And the Catwoman runs away and trips over a bunch of cats that are just wandering around. And then she's caught and... By Batman because of irony, Catwoman trips yeah. over. Tri- isn't it ironic? Don't you think? That's not, it's. This isn't <laughs> ironic. It's coincidental that it just happened. There's nothing <laughs> ironic yeah. about this that happened. <laughs> Poetic justice. But she catches. Um, Batman catches her and she says, "You know, you always win, Batman." And she's like, "Well, I'm afraid I can't help you, Batman, Catwoman. You're hopeless. The only place you'll go straight is in prison. That's messed up. You're dick." And then he's sent her to prison, and then he's like, he's glad, Bruce is glad, I hope, and he hopes Linda will forgive her. I hope she does it. You're a dick. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't need forgiving, because that was not a nice thing you did. And then the narrator is like, how long will Bat Catwoman be behind bars? Until uh, we need her again next time. And, yeah, until we need another story that we don't <laughs> yeah. have. Until, until we get tired of the other ones. That one, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I liked it. I liked it the first time around. <laughs> I I still liked it even the second time. Like I said, the only real crazy part to me was the animal thing. That didn't make any sense. I don't know why they did that, but because that, it had, it, they could get cats involved. That's why. Yeah, she had to trip over the cat. Oh, yeah, they got to get cats involved. So um, let's see. Appearing in the face, your face is your fortune. Batman, Robin, Linda Page, Catwoman, also as Elva Barr, Jim Jones. And then all these single appearances that I don't remember even hearing their names. Grace Arnold, Mrs. Guild, and Mrs. Lord. So, that story really just made me not like Bruce Wayne. Honestly. Yeah, Bruce was not a nice person in that story. And I, I took it a little differently than that. Like, to me, it actually just made him look really stupid. Like, he was as dumb as the criminals he fights against. Like, <laughs> his plan was as dumb as everybody else's. Like, yeah, but in was, the end, it worked, didn't it? Like, he got her locked up, though. But it was also just cruel. It was cruel. And I get it, it was cruel, but in his mind, he wasn't trying to do it to be cruel. He actually had himself convinced that this was The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think more it painted him as dumb. Like, that. this was one of the stupider things I see. Well, that's what they wanted to pave him as, but it was just mean. (laughs) It was mean. It was the... So the meanest he was was the Linda Peach. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. It almost seemed like he was having fun doing it to these women. Like he was, he was doing it. He was, uh, you know, being not nice to either one of these ladies. But don't worry, (laughs) it doesn't matter because she will get over it. Like Catwoman's a criminal, and I get it. But Linda Page did nothing. She was just a victim in all this, and he couldn't tip her off in the beginning. He's got to let her ask about it before he actually decides. 
Hey, I got to do anything? a favor for someone. Just yeah. ignore the papers. It's not true. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> and another thing that bothered me is the title of this story made no sense. It had no bearing on it. Your face is your fortune? Yeah. What did that have to yeah. do with anything? Well, she was stealing the rich people's faces. No, she wasn't. Oh, yeah. She was taking masks. Yeah. She was making masks of their faces. She, she made a mask of a reporter's face. It had nothing to do with fortune or anything. She just no, used that she mask. Made it, she made the first mask of the rich ladies. But she never used that mask. Well, they didn't put it in the story, but you got to assume that she was doing more than just the one. I don't I'm know. just saying, it's, she was a hard-working woman in the beginning who was constantly doing, she must have made more than one mask. I guess. I don't know. They didn't do a very good job explaining any of that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta read a little deeper in this story. No, I'm, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta let your imagination take over. Dude. I'm not, it's not my job to do their job <laughs> for them. No, but it's our job to uh, talk about it, so. It's it our job to it. pick the damn story apart, that's for sure, yeah. In, in my mind, in my story, in my head, when I read it, it, she was this was ongoing. She had made many masks. It wasn't just one. Well, that just makes it, Batman even dumber for not coming upon it sooner. Well, he has to let her do a whole bunch before he goes to catch her. That's his, that's the way he does it. <sighs> Whatever. On to catch her, he, it's just like everybody else. Oh, let me wait until they commit a whole bunch of crimes before I go do anything at all. That's his. That's his mo. That's how he does things. Whatever, just talk about the opening splash page of the next story. <laughs> Done with that story. Um, Batman's beating up a guy with a gun. There's two thugs laying on the ground. And there's a kid shaking Robin's hand. Yeah, this one's called The Boy Who Wanted to Be Robin. Yeah, and I swore i seen this exact story before, but it's not the same. <laughs> you probably did see it somewhere exactly before, just not in Batman and Robin. <laughs> well, no, I felt like this story was told in one of the comics, but it wasn't. It was so it was the kid who had gone bad, and Robin talked him into going good. Oh, I thought that's what was going on. I'm like, oh man, I already read this story. <laughs> no, this is this one's a little different. Yeah, it is a little different. We open up with a suspicious looking man staring at us from a creepy panel. He's creepy. He, lo he looks like an old timey movie actor or something. I was about to say, he looks like he's in a wrong comic. He looks like Humphrey so, Bogart or something. He looks like he should be in a detective comic, an actual hard boiled detective one, you know? <laughs> he's drawn real well. They drew him so crisp. Like, they drew this. Well, whoever did this really, really <laughs> took the time. That's what I mentioned in the beginning. It, just these two pages from the beginning, they're bright and colorful, and there's a lot of crap going on in these two pages. Yeah, the art is clearly crisper than yeah. the art from the Catwoman story. Like, yeah, even the just, previous one, but it's crisper than most of them. Like, it's yes. really bright. I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's a different artist or what, uh, but it's like... Jack Burnley did most of the stuff. So, like, even in the next page, I know we're not there yet, but you'll notice that even the backgrounds are extremely intricate, even the bricks and the walls. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, he's got awnings this, and everything. Cars behind them, they don't usually do all that. Color, that's usually all they put behind Jack them. Burnley, it's just a splash. I think Jack Burnley is one of the newer artists that we've come across in this comics. Well, he's trying hard in this one. And, and he did good. I, yeah. I really liked the artwork in this one. Anyway, this weird-looking guy is watching Batman and Robin beat up a bunch of thugs. And it's, you know, your typical Batman and Robin beating up thugs. They're making jokes and stuff. And Yeah. Uh, they don't really say why, right? They just beat these guys up. No, I think they're just always beating somebody up. 
they're okay. these guys are Knuckles, the guy Knuckles crew, and they're looking for him, but he's not there. I don't know why they're looking for Knuckles, but he's... right. They don't give you any story, but they he beats all they beat up all his goons. Yeah, yeah, they beat up all his goons, and Robin's like, uh, I wish we knew where Knuckles was, and we wouldn't be able to have to go home so early. It's so boring at home. I'll tell you where Knuckles is. He's around the corner staring at you. Yeah, I know. He's, he's, <laughs> he's watching you. Yeah, apparently you're not the greatest detective, Batman. Uh, anyway, he, this guy that's watching him is named Knuckles Conger, and he's apparently the slick, the sleekest, sleekest, sleekest criminal in Gotham. I, I I kept reading it, reading it as slickest. Well, sleekest I think does kind of mean slickest, like yeah. Sneakiest, I was gonna say right? it's basically the same. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Uh, well, he's the sleekest criminal in Gotham City. Good for him, because there's like, a lot of sleek criminals in Gotham City, so he's got a good title there. Well, they drew him very sleek. Like, I am still really blown away by how well he is drawn all throughout this next page. Better than Batman and Robin. Way better. Yeah. Well, I think Batman and Robin at this point has been so established you have to draw him a certain way. Right. I, I, yeah, I probably I agree with that. So... We get a whole page of him just thinking, this Knuckles Conger, about what he's going to do. He can't use his thugs because they just keep getting beaten up by Batman and Robin. So oh, how wait. is he... So are you okay with all this thinking? Because I know when we did Spawn on our hiatus episode, you didn't like his thinking all the time. So is it okay with you for people to be thinking now? I'm not positive. Well, here's the difference. <laughs> here's the difference. You Spawn, this thinking. Spawn is thinking... Doesn't stop. It goes on yeah, forever. He's very, he's very ever. thoughtful. He's very every thoughtful. page he's in, he's thinking, and it doesn't stop. It he's keeps going yeah. and going. He's trying to figure out what's going, going on. And going anyway, and going. This is a Batman. I don't know. This guy does okay, a whole so anyway. page of thinking. Yeah. And that's it. We never get it again. We never get it, it again. I guess it would only be a problem if I said I was a fan of Knuckles. I like Knuckles. You would be like, oh, he's thinking too much. <laughs> Well, you did name yourself Knuckles in this, so apparently did. you did like that. <laughs> in the uh, app we use, I named myself Knuckles, just so you know. TJ's whoa, whoa, saying whoa, things. Whoa, you're, you're pulling back. Yeah, well, TJ said, you did name yourself Knuckles. What is the fan, <laughs> What is people listening going to know what he's talking about? So, so you want to find hear something even funnier? I saw you write Knuckles on there, and I thought, why are you naming yourself after a Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I thought that you would think that, too. That's funny. Uh, listen to TJ's video game uh, podcast. I don't have a video game podcast. <laughs> oh, it's a YouTuber or a Twitch or something, right? Yeah, it's a YouTube channel. Yeah. Nah, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're only editing 27,000 podcasts. and You and Bruce Wayne, you have nothing to do. Yeah. By night, TJ's that. a playboy philanthropist. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Forget it. Philanthropist. Can I tell you what Knuckles is thinking now? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sure. I'm sorry. I apologize. So he's... Thinking about how his thugs aren't enough to take down Batman and Robin. How he's going to stop them. And he comes up with the idea. If Batman can use a kid, why can't I? So he goes out and finds a homeless kid. So he's like, if Batman can just pick up strange kids off the street, so will I. Why not? What the hell? And that's exactly what he does. Is he wrong in that thinking, though? What? That, like, why does Batman have a kid and I don't? That kind of thing? Yeah, if if Batman's okay to, like, pick some 
kid and take care of him and use him to do his bidding. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess. Why can't I? I mean, I know it? this guy's doing it on the bad end of it, but it's like it's not really. It's not much different than what Batman did. The shame is the kid. He starts to tell the kid that it's he that they're going to be good. That's what the shame part is. Yeah, the that's says, yeah. that's the difference. He does. Do you didn't hear that, did you? And I heard every <laughs> bit of it. <laughs> every second of it. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So he goes and he finds a, a shoeshine kid who's has dead parents and he's homeless. And I don't understand why he's not in like a home or like an orphanage. Or... It was the 40s. They're probably just like, ah, oh, that kid's homeless. Let him go on the street over there. We'll get him to shine our shoes, that little weirdo. I got it. Yeah. I mean, he's doing a job. He's trying to do it on his own. Making money, shining shoes. Well, so, uh, what's his name? Knuckles shows up and has a shoe shine. He says, here's some money, kid. Uh, you want to come work for me? Essentially. We're going to. Pretty much, yeah. Because, and he's like, what, like Batman and Robin? Because he, he likes Batman and Robin, this kid. He's like, yeah, we're going to do it just like Batman and Robin. Exactly like Batman and Robin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, but first he asks him if he's athletic. And he's like, yeah, I used to do track in school. So this kid was actually in school and stuff. His parents died, so he just lives on the streets now. Yeah, that's what happens. If your parents die and you you don't go to school anymore and you live on the street. That's it. Okay. So, again, in the 40s, it, it's not that uncommon. Like, my grandpa didn't finish. He never finished eighth grade. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Like, You know what I mean? He just... Eventually, and his parents didn't die. I mean, they did split up, and eventually he was actually put into a home. But him and my uncle used to rob the milkman, um, and then they would sell the milk after they stole the milk out of there. My uncle Jimmy actually got caught inside the milk truck, and my grandpa took off. So it's not that far-fetched for these people to actually be kind of doing this back then. Yeah, but it's just a little unbelievable because this kid seems like he was okay at one point and in school, and then he just disappears on the street. No, he's not in an orphanage or a home or nothing. Yeah, once his parents died, I mean, it's it seems like that this was a fairly common problem. There was a lot more kids that were, you know, a lot did end up in orphanages and stuff. But my my thought is that a lot didn't. A lot just kind of fended for themselves. They made it work. I always just took why. it. I just always took it as they were be. They would be put in homes if they didn't want to be there. They left. You know. Yeah. Well, and again, this kid maybe he didn't want to be there. He does. That's not how like this. That's kid. not how it ends up. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but the kid didn't want to be in the home. He's living on the street. <sighs> he ends up Make in the home. Money. He ends up in the home at the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's because Batman puts him there. Yeah, and he doesn't end up in a crappy sword. home. He ends up with like a rich person's. Like Robin, yes. Robin's jealous of him at the end. Anyway, Knuckles trains this kid. Uh, I guess over the period of like a day, because I don't know, he trains them, and it's like all of a sudden they're Robin places now. He literally does exactly what Bruce did with Dick. Yeah, he does. He's teaching them everything. And this Fancy. Knuckles guys, this Knuckles guys. Apparently pretty skilled, too, because he knows jiu-jitsu and fencing and boxing and all this right. other crap. But, so, they start robbing places. They <laughs> He tells the kid that, you know, these are all crooks and we need to go get all the fake jewelry and the money because there's counterfeiters and stuff. And 
They have they even built like hang gliders and stuff. Like Yeah, collapsible hang gliders. Which was really cool actually. <laughs> and he's like even so but all their crimes are in the papers. He's like, even the the cops all know about these criminals. They're a little behind, which is believable for Gotham City, actually. So. <laughs> it's yeah, very yeah. believable. But then they're like using zip lines. He's firing a gun at people, and he's like, "Batman, Robin." The kid's like, "Batman, Robin doesn't use guns." He says, "They're blanks. Don't worry about this it." This ain't a real gun. What are you talking about? Shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> just keep stealing stuff. I mean, yeah. I, just keep keep serving justice. Just keep taking the bad guy's stuff. Yes. And then the kid's like, maybe, uh, I don't know if Knuckles is on a level. And this is, like, the most telling narration I ever I ever saw. <laughs> Narrator says, if you're beginning to think that Bobby, perhaps Bobby hasn't been too bright, remember that he's in the hands of the, of the man whom the Batman himself termed the slickest. Say so he says slickest there. Slickest, yeah, it does say slickest there. Termed the slickest criminal in town. Remember, too, that Bobby is a small boy alone in the world. So, which makes me think the even the writers think, okay, this kid's being a little stupid. stupid. We need to explain this. Yeah, let's just tell why he's not as stupid as we think. <laughs> so, yeah, so they were like, even they were having trouble with this story at this yeah. point. But I, So, after about a thousand robberies, Batman and Robin read it in the paper, so now they can do something about it. Well, See? yeah, but that's how they find this stuff out in the paper. Right. So, uh, I'm sorry, Dick and Bruce did. So they get in the Batmobile, and they go to the financial district, because that hasn't been robbed yet, and hey, they're there trying to rob the financial district. Oh my god, how did they know that? They just stumble upon the stuff. I think Batman's superpower is luck. That's what I think Batman's superpower is. <laughs> right place at the right time. Yeah. Anyway, they, um, they rob the place, and the kid's like, something's funny about this. And, the, and Knuckles is like, what do you mean funny? Nothing. Only, I think you've been kidding me here. And then Knuckles snaps and starts choking the kid. He does. He tries to choke him out in the car. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> but then he apologizes real quick because he sees the Batmobile. He says, drive. And now this, what, 12-year-old kid's driving the car? Yep. And so Batman and Robin chase them, but they use a, a hook to grab a light pope so that the car crashes and Batman and Robin goes right under them. What was it, like expandable hooks? Like, this guy's got all kinds of gadgets. He's got as many gadgets as Batman does. Yeah, but what was his plan here? They're just going to stop the car. No, no, he's going to hang over him. <laughs> and then he's going to yeah. uh, uh, drop down. I don't know. <laughs> That's what they do. They drop down and they run over to a bank. Listen, whatever it was, it worked so far. I guess. But <laughs> Batman and Robin stop the car and they go after him because of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> what else were they going to do? And then the kid. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. So they're being chased. And the kid's like, but that's Batman and Robin. He says, that's, that's, they're, they're not Batman and Robin. They're, they're gangsters pretending to be Batman and Robin. And one of them's a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know where that came from either. <laughs> and he's like, you handle the dwarf and I'll take the other uh, guy. And so the kid tackles Robin and then the other, and Knuckles throws a rope around Batman and proceeds to kick Batman's ass and knocks him out for the... 46 times. 46 times. Batman's probably got, you know, brain damage from all the concussions he has. <laughs> yeah, because he... But, yeah, so the guy, Knuckles, knocks out Batman with the gun, and then he shoots Robin. Yeah, I didn't get, like, and they don't mention it ever again. Robin's yeah, kind of... Robin's hit. Like, they do talk about that he is hit, but after that, that's it. Yeah. He's kind of, he just holds his arm. Yeah, he never gets medical treatment. I guess yeah. just like in every movie I've ever seen, it just it's, it grazed him. It was just a scratch. It's just a scratch. He's okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's put out of action for the rest of the fight. He is. Right. 
But he's like, and then the kid comes over to him and is like, oh, you're actually Robin, aren't you? He's like, yeah, you idiot. And yeah, then, dummy. And then he's like, and then he yells at Knuckles, you lied to me. And he says, "You're so- of course I did, you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and if now, and now you're going to come with me because you're a criminal too. Yeah, or else you're going to go to jail, dummy. Yeah, and, but the kid doesn't care. He says, I'll go to jail. I'm going to stop you. And he proceeds to use all of his training that Knuckles had given him against them. And then he smacks him in the face with a gun. Yeah. Robin wakes up Batman and then goes over and stops Knuckle from, like, bashing the back of his kid's, kid, kids, I can't speak, the head. Yeah, bashing him in the head. <laughs> so Batman kicks the gun out of his hand and then he gets kicked in the chest and then uh, Knuckles, like, climbs this building, this 20-story building with his bare hands. He climbs so up, he- it definitely says 10 stories, right? 20 stories. No, it says 20 stories. He climbs up 20 stories. <laughs> yeah, this guy's climbing abilities nuts. And he's like, haha, Batman can't climb, can you? And he's like, and Batman's like, yeah, I can. I was just waiting for you to get up there so you're too high to jump down. <laughs> yeah, jump down around me. Yeah. I, I, I knew you would get hurt if you got past like the 11th floor, so I waited. Right. Once you got 20 levels up, I figured I was good. I can yeah. climb up now. You're not going to jump. And so he, they go up on a ledge, they start fighting each other, Knuckles charges Batman, but Batman just does the old sidestep, and he almost falls off, and I'm surprised Batman didn't just let him drop, honestly. New Batman died. Uh, a couple years ago, Batman would have let him splatter. He did it before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Knuckles like, don't let me fall, I'll make a full confession. And so I guess he makes a full confession, and so they take the kid to Commissioner Gordon's, who says, I guess I'm going to reform school, and Gordon's like... Nah, it's okay. You just committed all those crimes. Yes. Yeah, uh, the best school in the world or some crap. We're going to take you to a first class school. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. First class. Be- first, like, good school, right? I, I, I mean, I'm assuming that's what a good school is, but he's like, so that Bruce and Dick go visit him at the school and he's dressed like a soldier or something. I felt like he was yeah. like one of them guys in the parade. <laughs> that's what he looks like. He yeah. looks like the band leader. But he says he got all kinds of medals that he's won already. True. Maybe they sent him to military school. It's so it looked like it because he actually kind of looks like you know those guards that stand outside Buckingham Guard Ham. Yeah, 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 he does. The ones that aren't supposed to move. Right. So yeah. that's what he looks like. So I don't know what kind of school they send him to, but he's happy and he's like, "Yeah, I, I'm so lucky to be here." And Robin's uh, jealous, and he's, but the kid's like, tell Robin I'm his biggest fan, and then Robin's like, and Dick's like, that's the greatest compliment he will ever heard, and then it ends. Dun, dun, dun. It was good. I liked it. I really, really liked the drawings a lot. The story got a little bit, like, long for me there. Not that I didn't like it, I liked it, but it, it got oh. a little long for me. They but, all uh, have weird things. Like, I, I don't know if that was just weird in the 40s, but you gotta go, yeah. you gotta suspend your disbelief and, and just go for it. And I, I don't know, I enjoyed this one. So, I just wanted to touch on one thing. So, before 1940, there was no driving age. Anybody could drive a car. Oh, really? Anybody. Yeah, but I thought, like, in the, I thought a couple of years ago, Batman was like, you're too young to drive. I think that, like, parents wouldn't let their kids drive, but, like, literally there was no driving age. They didn't adopt the driving age until 1940. Wow. Um, well, we're in 1943, so it, the point's still valid. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, you don't know exactly when all these were written. And so it was, like, only 15 states originally adopted the, the age of 16. So, like, there was another, what, 35 states that still 
didn't have a driving age as wow. of 1940. I mean, I think after 40 was kind of when everybody started to adopt it. Right. So, yeah, but people were used to, you could still so, write that 12-year-old was driving. When did they actually uh, implement a drinking age? Uh, that's a good question. Because could the kid drive and drink <laughs> before 1940? <laughs> yeah. TJ, we're supposed, we're supposed to be stolen. We're supposed to be talking to each other. Who was in this, Uncle Chris? Who was in this one? That would make sense. I, I, my, <laughs> um, my computer went black, so I didn't even think about it. Let's see. All right, who was in this one? The boy who wanted to be Robin. We got Batman and Robin, of course. Bobby Dean. Apparently, they left him at that school, and he never comes back. Poor Bobby Dean. <laughs> that's just a shame. <laughs> that's the last time they see him. They they go visit him one time, and that's it. Yep. We're not dealing with you. We hey, did our job. Yeah, that's enough of you. Um, and your stupid uniform. Antagonist, Knuckles Conger. That's his single appearance. And somebody named Spike. But I don't know which one was Spike. Maybe Bobby Dean joined the Boy Commandos that got murdered. Oh, maybe he's a Boy Commando now, yeah. And then it just has other characters. Commissioner Gordon did a cameo. And that's it. Alright. So, so prior to Prohibition, there wasn't a drinking age. Really? And actually, in, in a bunch of places, you could drink as long as you had written consent. Huh. Um... And then, and then uh, after that, it looks like eighteen was basically twenty one's been the age since nineteen thirty three. Basically, everywhere wow. was twenty one. There were just a few. There was a few places that were eighteen, um, but you couldn't drink liquor until you were twenty one. Oh, but you could drink beer at eighteen. Yes. Okay. So they they implemented a drinking age before a driving age. Then that's crazy. Yeah, because that was in 33. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. So, moving on to the third story, which is called Two Stories. The yeah. two, no, I'm sorry. The, the two, two Futures. futures. Yeah. The Two Futures. Sorry. Prepare yourself for this one, because this one was nightmare fuel. This is not before, the one I liked at all. <laughs> before we get into this, is this a PSA? No, I think it's begging for bonds and stamps again. No, this is, I, pro- this is propaganda. Yeah. It's true. I will give you that. This is propaganda. This is straight up U.S. propaganda that war, I did not propaganda. like this. I liked it. I liked it. Listen, no, I, listen. I did, you I gotta like have people prop- on board. If you're having a war, like you need the support of the, everybody in the country. Look, so. I, I could have got past the propaganda if the fucking stories mattered. <laughs> they didn't matter. Nothing happened to this. This is non-canon, this whole story. <laughs> Also, this is the nothing. Sto- the There's story- nothing happened. You re- need to read the first and last page, and that's it. <laughs> if also, if this book is geared towards children, this is not a good thing for kids to read. I know that, but I liked it. I thought it was good. Anyway, all right. Well, then you can explain what the open and splash page is. Open and splash page is a uh, city at the top of a mountain. I guess. I guess it's. Uh, I don't that's know. The Utopia Gotham. Is that what that is? Okay, and then yeah. there's like a road going up a mountain, and then at the bottom of the Gotham, at the bottom of the mountain, there's a Gotham City dump, and it's got all Nazi uh, symbols on, like tanks and things in the dump. Well, swastikas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, you know what I thought? I didn't notice it before, but I wonder if it's in all of them. Under the Batman, it says registered in the U.S. Patent Office. Yeah, it is. It's not always yeah, it's in the same there. spot, though, but they do. They do put it on every splash page. All right. So we open up at Gotham University, which is, like, it's either on fire or it's really gold. Yeah, it's shiny. Shiny, yeah, shiny. No, it's not gold. It's just, yeah, it's just shiny. It's just shiny how great the place is. Yeah. Yeah, this is the pinnacle of knowledge here. Yes, it is. 
<laughs> so Batman and Robin are going to the university, and they came to talk to this professor who's putting them in a in their, his new book in modern history. But they want to know about the, the, the millions of people are anxious to know the. Oh wait, where's where's the actual question? Uh, I can't find it. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Why are they there? What's the question they ask them? So you want to know what will happen to our dem- democratic way of life when this war is over? Who's, where did you see that? Right above where it says millions of people are anxious to know they answer. the answer, sir. Even if oh. it's bad. So he just, assu- he, just, he just knows that's their question? Yes. Um, yeah. That's what oh, because, I'm about. sorry. He's this—he's the super sage guy. He knows everything. He's a he professor. Knows, he's, he's the professor. He predicts everything. Yeah, yeah, he knows stuff. And he's and he's gonna intro- He introduces two other professors. Here are professors Pro and Con. <laughs> they're good names. Come on, they're good names. <laughs> I like how they spell Pro as P R O E. Uh huh. And so. They're like, do you, do you really want to hear the, the professors are like, do you really want to hear the story? Because, you know, this you're not going to like it. And they're like, we really need to know. And they're like, okay. So this is what happens if America loses the war. Yeah. See? So if America loses the war, Nazis and Japanese march on America and invade us. Yeah. And, you know, they ki- they kill everybody who does not, who refused to kneel to the honorable Japanese emperor. Now, this is what I'm, like, when they show, like, people hanging in the streets and they're shooting people, like, this is not for children. Yeah, and so, yeah, they bring back the gibbet, which is hanging people. Well, I'm sorry. Now, stereotypical German and Japanese people hang people. Hey, you call it what you want, but this is what happened in Germany. Okay? Um, I'm... The first thing was firing squad. Anyway, they didn't go straight for the hanging. No, they did. Those are the ones that get killed for not for using the kneel to the honorable Japanese. Ah, uh, okay, that is what that is. Okay, yes. And just to give you how stereotypical it is, I'm going to read this word for word what the Japanese person says. <laughs> this is very rich city. The looting is very good. Very very is very good. Yes. And then the Germans, ah, we are sending val- valuables to their Führer in Berlin. Yeah, and it's all like that. Where, and that's how, and honestly, that's how everything was at the time. Um, <laughs> Have you ever at, seen a movie at war? Yeah, if you yeah. ever seen a movie with that, that's how everybody made them speak and everything else. So yeah, that's the stereotypes. I'm just pointing it out. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, crit- I know. I'm criticizing it one way or another. I'm just giving them an <laughs> idea of what it is. It's, it is. It definitely is. Yeah, we can't. No, hear my problem is not with the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> You mean there's a lot more going on here that you have an issue with? I already told you what my issue is. My issue is that we're hearing a, a fictitious story from a profess, from Professor Khan right now that has nothing to do with Batman and Robin. This is what could happen if you don't buy war bonds and stamps. You don't understand. Yeah, because this is what's going to happen. If you don't if buy war bonds and stamps. doesn't prevail. This, this is happen. this is a scare tactic. This the professors are scaring Batman and Robin to buy war bonds right now. There's like you got to go out and buy war bonds right now, or this is going to happen. Listen, they've been doing this for like two years now in this comic, so it doesn't surprise you me at all that they're trying to hawk war bonds and stamps. They've been doing it forever. Whatever it worked. Yeah, we won. Anyway, not only are they hanging people, there's also concentration camps. Yep. Well, that's what Germans do. They make concentration camps. We know that. Americans did it too, but who cares? So, we weren't um, concentrating. 
So, so we get the story of this kid trying to bring his mother and little baby brother food because they're not feeding the people in the concentration camp. Oh my God, so and I guess he's he hasn't been kid caught yet, so... No, I but think then, he's in a different part of the concentration camp is what I got out of that. No. No? It says, Bobby, you must be careful. I couldn't bear it if they caught you too. Oh, okay. Never mind. And then they catch him. Oh my gosh, she can't and, bear it. <laughs> and so the kid fights back, kicks the Nazis, and then he gets punched in the face. And then Batman and Robin are swinging through the streets, and they see this happening, and they say, this may be the very last thing we do, but we're going to put a stop to that. And so they swing down, and they start fighting the Nazis. Thank and God for Batman and Robin. That's all I got to yep. say. Oh, and by the way, like they're, they're swinging through the city, and like the buildings are broken, the windows are smashed. Well, that's what happens like, when you get taken over by another country. Everything is shit, by the way. They don't like our stuff. They come, When other countries invade, they just take all our stuff. They're like, this is American stuff. Let's break it. And they just start breaking stuff. That's what happens, TJ, okay. don't you know? And so they beat up the Nazis, and then, and then the kid gets involved by using a slingshot. And they're like, all right, kid, go take your mom and go to the other side of the concentration camp because that's going to help. And just go. And then Batman gets knocked out. And, and then Robin gets knocked out. And it doesn't count as knockouts because this isn't real life. <laughs> it is, too. It's what could have happened. It's, but it didn't happen. <laughs> and so they, uh, they take Batman and Robin down into a basement and tie their hands behind their backs because they haven't broken out of harder situations than this. There's one guy guarding them, and they, there's not, what, they, there's not a cactus they can heat up to yeah. escape No, but what you don't understand is this is all stuff coming out of the professor's head. He doesn't know what they really can and can't do. That's fair. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of this is actually happening, TJ, if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no. In case you didn't notice, this really isn't happening, even though it pissed you off. <laughs> so... Here's his. You're right in all that. So <laughs> Professor Khan's created this story, which means he doesn't really think of very highly of Batman and Robin because they need this. They, he creates this whole new character, this this kid Bobby, to save the day for them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you guys suck. We're gonna have to create a kid to save his mom. So Bobby shows up and he he hits the Nazi, the one Nazi guard guarding them with a slingshot twice and knocks them out. And then Except this is enough. This is enough for Batman to reach the Nazi's bayonet and use it to cut him free. And then I guess the bayonets were made of super metal because it's enough to break the bars in the window. And it was just made of stronger metal than what the bars were made of. Yeah, because that's how that works. And <laughs> so Batman squeezes out this tiny window that is like three sizes is too big I for just- him. I just love how mad you can tell. I know, but this is why I've gotten, I've gotten a little quieter, because like I'm just listening to TJ's anger at this point. <laughs> Neither one of us are talking because <laughs> you're so mad about this story. <laughs> I think it's a good story. It's a nice story. <laughs> I just am sitting here, like, waiting to come in and talk, and I'm like, he's just so mad. And you're like, nah, like, forget yeah. it. Let him go. <laughs> go on, uh-huh. TJ. <laughs> So, Batman leaves his cell, and he tells Bobby that he's a hero, and Bobby's all like, yeah, great, I'm a hero now. And so, but he, and Bobby's got a plan, too. He's like, I see a car over there, we can all escape with that, and he's like, alright, Batman's like, go get your mom, we're gonna go steal that car. And so, Batman and Robin take down some Nazis, they get another flight, and they get in the car, and then it's a jailbreak. Everyone gets in the car, and Nazis are shooting down prisoners as they go, and stuff like that, and then... They run over a couple of Nazis as go as people are still climbing on. 
But then Batman and Robin jump out of the cars so they could the, all the others can escape and slow them down. And they throw a bayonet at the one tire, which causes the car to explode for some reason. Yeah, it, it crashes into a light post and explodes or something, and I don't nope. know exactly. Nope. Look, don't get involved. You're going to get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead, T. And then then the Nazis show up with, like, uh, armor-piercing car that can't be... It's, you know, one of those cars. And they shoot Batman and Robin, and... I guess they shot Robin in the head because he's got a, a like a bandage around his forehead. Yes. And then Batman's got a a bit like his arms in a sling, and they take Batman and Robin, and they shoot them and kill them. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's it, and that's how the story sings. Fools think you can save democracy, and then Batman says democracy doesn't need saving. You can kill us, but you'll never be it while in American lives. And then Robin says, "Tell Adolf that for us," and then they die. Yeah, That's well, how that story ends. If you don't buy war bonds and stamps, we're going to kill Batman and Robin. That's the moral of the story. That's yeah. exactly the moral yeah. of the story. The moral of the story is if you don't buy war bonds and stamps, we're going to kill Batman and Robin. The end. There is something else I wanted to mention in this story. Where is it? Batman says something about how they lost from the beginning. It says because everybody didn't help or something, right? I forget what it says. I'm trying to find No. I don't know, TJ, you went so fast for that. Like, you were like two pages ahead of me when I was trying to catch up. <laughs> I kept looking, and he just was going on. Chew, I'm like, chew, oh, chew. I'm like, oh my god, I'm afraid to mention who was in this one because he's gonna yell at me. But if we're not done yet, anyway. But hey, Batman says army. Our army did its best, Robin, but courage couldn't take the place of overwhelming guns, tanks, and planes. So that's how we lost. Yeah, to did not listen. Change. You can have as much courage as you want if you don't buy war bonds and stamps. We're never gonna make it. Alright, before I move on to the next part of this story, do you guys want to say whatever it is you want to say about that? We're scared. Since I apparently am bull rushing you. We're scared. Right? We're scared. <laughs> we're scared. We're shaking you, right now. You, you're the Nazis. You're the Nazis, and we're the Americans <laughs> yes. in this story. Yeah, yeah we're, we're scared. Americans. <laughs> you got us in the camps, and you're beating us, and we're afraid you're going to shoot us. So We're just so beaten down right yeah, now. Yeah, we can't take it anymore. We don't want to voice our opinions. Yeah, we got no opinion. We're not allowed to have opinions right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We don't have. I don't have anything. No, I don't really. Yeah, it was. It, it's not really a Batman story, so it's it's kind of fine. Just yeah. run through it. So then we cut back to the actual story where the p- professors are talking to Batman and Robin, and Batman and Robin are mad at this story. They're like, "That's not going to happen." And the one person's like, "It happened in Poland, Holland, and France." And the other guy's like, it "Happened in Shanghai, Singapore, and Java." Java. Java. Yeah. Where yeah, they make I coffee. Know that one. That's where they make coffee, Java. Yes. That's where coffee comes from. <laughs> yeah. Colombian stole it, apparently. Yes. And the press is like, see, but every person's got to help or else this is going to happen. Everybody. But if it, everybody does help, this is what's going to happen. And then we get the good side of the story. I guess Professor Pro is telling us this story. Huh, it's so clever, isn't it? Pro and Khan. So I guess Bat- in this version, Batman and Robin are joining the war effort because they're flying their planes to this like mountain radio tower where a bunch of Jap- stereotypical Japanese and uh, Germans are ch- using secret radio station to send messages. And then Batman and Robin jump in, beat them up, and find out that the message is that we're sending is an impending invasion from 
as they say, the Japs and the Nazis. Yeah, I, I wasn't even going to mention it because you're already on on fire. But they do say Japs a lot, and they mention yellow a couple times too. They do. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And at the time in the forties, that was the sentiment, though. Of well, I they don't had know, and everybody. and I'm sure that it, I'm sure that it was a a a, a very big sentiment here, but it was. The sentiment of oh. the people we were fighting against. Like, it, it really, really was. If you the talk to guys who were in the war and stuff, like, even now, it, the it, Japanese, it is. The Japanese were hated over here because yeah. of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Yes, 100%. It was the sentiment. And so. we did get, you know, hit pretty hard, and people needed yeah, to be angry. So, I mean, it was a way uh, to keep I, people angry. Like I said, I get all the things in here. That's not what's bothering me. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, so Batman and Robin get back in their plane, and then they're being chased by a bunch of Nazi helicopters or planes or whatever, and Robin just lassos uh, the propellers off these planes and doesn't get torn, his arm torn off or dragged out of the plane. Nope. I'm trying to find where... Oh, yeah. No, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he lassoed it. And they murder and then, a bunch of people right there, too. I know it's war, but... You know, they should, we should name some. We should uh, probably count some more kills for Batman there. This isn't happening. Oh, it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> I thought it was. You're gonna make it matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was canon. <laughs> so you know, they blow up a, a battle cruiser thing, and Bat- like Batman and Robin just destroy a whole fleet, essentially. Of enemy, so, uh, enemy soldiers. Yeah, they crash them into each other and stuff, and then they and then they fall down onto the like battleship, and everything's dead. And then later, you know, the newspaper says the Axis surrender. Now everything's all perfect and good, and no one ever has to fight in war ever again because you know they beat the bad guy Nazis, right. and and that's they got a golden city of utopia, and that's how it's going to be when the war ends. Yeah, and then uh, Superman's parents are listening to the radio. He calls her Martha. Bruce Wayne's <laughs> mom is Martha, too. Why did you say that name? That's what happens in that stupid movie. <laughs> I love You probably never saw Justice League, but the whole premise of, in the middle of that movie is Batman and Robin's mom have the same name, and that's why they become friends. <laughs> Batman and Superman. I mean, Batman and Superman's mom have the same name, and that's how they become friends. And it was Batman versus Superman, not Justice League. It wasn't Justice League. It was one of them. It was Batman Too v long. Superman. Yeah. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, it was so shit. It was like, why did you say that name? <laughs> Martha. Just like this comic. <laughs> this is a good one. I I have not seen that, so. And I like this comic. Anyway, we cut back to present, and the and they're like, Professor's like, oh, well, Batman and Robin are like, oh, yeah, see, that's, that's right. That's the right future there. And the professor's like, right. Now every American has to fight for it. And so, pretty much, go go buy some war bonds because there that's exactly what happens. That's because it. Batman and Robin do go to a stand and buy some war bonds and stamps, and then they go to the set to a salvage and I guess donate metal, rubber, and paper. Yeah, we gotta make bullets and stuff. Do your share. Put your money in war savings, stamps, and bonds. And Batman said, give me as much money, give me as much as this much money I have in my pocket will give me. And Robin's like, I already went to the limit, but here's some more. <laughs> and then salvage means salvation. Save all rubber, metal, and paper. And then it ends with Batman and Robin said, it's your battle, your future, your America. Keep faith with your country. 
work and save for Uncle Sam, and it will be your victory. What a nice story. USA. Yeah, yeah. USA. Okay, so who was in this one? I'm so, afraid to say. So, so that story <laughs> yeah. was literally Batman and Robin going and talking to a professor and then going buying war bonds and stamps. Yeah, but they had to find out like what could happen. TJ, they needed to know what could happen if the war went the wrong way. Because they couldn't think of that on their own. No, we'd be speaking they German right now. Yes. Robin dreams of giants. But he didn't dream of what would happen in the war. So the professor had to tell him. Yeah, somebody they has fight, to. They fight Doctor of Doctors of Deaths and Strange. <laughs> I like it. Who's in this one? I've read worse. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Batman, Robin, but they're also in it in a vision. Just so it says. That's what it says there. <laughs> then we got Professor Rainier, Professor Pro, and Professor Khan. And then antagonist, it just says Nazis. And then it says in a vision. And then yeah, other characters. God. They weren't there. That's why. They're not actual antagonists. And then all these are in a vision too. They say Bobby Logan, Mrs. Logan, and Martha. <laughs> and then it says items, bat rope, in a vision, bat plane, in a vision. <laughs> That's all right, because we get this story that's like a horror story, and then the next story is going to be so cheerful, so don't worry. All right, so we're going to move on to the next story now, and I want to I want to put point this out right now. This issue was released in March. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why are you saying that? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> this story is called The Loneliest Man in the World. Yeah. And the open dialogue on the non-canon splash page says, Merry Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells in March. I don't know who I don't know whose turn it is to do this splash page, but go ahead. All right, I'll do it. We got a, a black background with some stars all in it, and maybe some snow, and a giant, ghostly-looking Santa Claus hovering over a snow-covered town. And then the bat plane is flying by, but it's all decked out like Santa's sleigh. And um, four or five guys, four guys are shooting at it. And then on the other side, there's a bunch of people with their hats off waving at it. Spoiler, Santa is not in this issue. I know. I kept looking for Santa. Santa's in it. He's right there on the splash page. It's not well, canon. He's canon. He, he himself is not in it. But, but the spirit of Santa is everywhere. Is everywhere. <laughs> uh, God bless us, everyone. That's all I can say. Oh, Santa's in it in the first, on the first battle. He sure is. That's not Santa. That's not saying it. TJ, he's one of Santa's Santa Claus, helpers. Santa Claus is an actual character in DC Comics. Is he really? He, he's <laughs> yeah, a he's he, a note like a actually, character. Actual Santa Claus shows up in I think Batman at some point. Wow, that's why I'm saying he's not in this one. It's not the it's not the canon Santa. No, it's not a Santa origin story. No. Oh, we can do a Santa origin story, TJ. That's what we should do at Christmas time. Even though we don't know when, like, it's going to come out, but we'll have to save it for Christmas. I mean, I can release them in any order. They're all origins, so. None of them are origins, but anyway. (laughs) 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 We open up with Christmas Carolyn. Christmas. Yes. And just making it matter. I know. Listen, it's Christmas, TJ. Calm down. It's Christmas. (laughs) This is a Christmas story. In a March issue of Batman that we're reviewing at the end of January. <laughs> after the Nazis. After we just went through all the Nazis. Yes, after we reviewed a bunch of Nazis. They had to throw this in to lighten up the mood. Yeah, they're fixing stuff. I don't think they succeeded, because this one's kind of bad, too. 
Really? I like this one, too. It made me feel all warm and fuzzy like it was Christmas all over again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. So it opens up with carol- carolers and uh, people donating money to the Santa guys on the street. And people wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. And Bruce and Dick are out buying presents. And some lady knocks a present out of his hand. And, and he punches like, her in the happens- face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, yes. they actually, they, Bruce says it, it happens all the time, though. Like, it's been happening since. Yeah, I know. So I'm yeah. wondering if he's, like, tripping Robin on purpose. So, so. <laughs> he's like, watch this, watch this. Kick him like <laughs> presents out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> but they notice that there's a kid sad by a light post. And they go up to him and say, hey, what's wrong? He's like. My mom's sick and stuff, and so they give him presents and money and say, hey, this will make her feel better. Yeah. What if his mom's got cancer or something? Here's here's, here's ten bucks. Get her food. She'll feel better. Don't worry about it. She'll be fine. Yeah, go buy her dinner. I mean, it'll still make her feel better. She probably can't eat. She's sick. Anyway, I did like this. Anyway, I did like this story. (laughs) Then we cut over to Wayne Manor, which is like being incinerated by the sun. Uh, yeah, it's a little tiny house. I, I'm a little confused by that, but it's fine. But it was like, wasn't it nighttime in the previous panels? I think that's the moon, TJ. Why are there rays around it? It's the it's the moon lights. The moon's very it, bright when it, you're out in the like wilderness where there's snow everywhere. I mean, if it's the moon, they drew it as a full moon, so yeah, it would be bright, I guess. Whatever. There. It's a Christmas moon. Christmas moons are always brighter. They're in, like, putting presents under the trees and stuff, and they're like, like, we got all these friends, but there are people in the world that don't have friends, so we're gonna go dress up as Batman and Robin and make the loneliest people in the world feel better. So nice. Or Gotham. Or, <laughs> I think it's just Gotham. Gotham, yeah, I don't think they're going just Gotham. The they, don't, they, don't, they don't care about anyone else but no, people. There is nobody else. I mean, there is when they go on vacation with their bat suits and stuff, but other than that. <laughs> so, they load up their bat plane sleigh. With, like, decorations and Christmas presents and stuff like that. And then they take off. So, they're going to visit Commissioner Gordon first, but beforehand. But he's they're not going to make him feel better because he's not on their list, apparently. No, well, Commissioner Gordon, wouldn't we find out he has a wife now? Yes. So, he's not lonely anymore. Because no one hates their wives. Yeah, but he's not lonely. Well, Even if he can't stand her, she's there with him. <laughs> apparently not, because he's in the office. That's true. He is in the office. He's arguing with some dude when they get there, right? And... And yeah. she didn't come to the Christmas when it was... Uh, That's true. Who was it? Commissioner Gordon and Linda Page. <laughs> yeah, Linda Page. We did speak about that last time. Wait, we did speak about that last time. Was there a Christmas story last time, too? I, I don't I, remember. Very possible. No, it was the Scarecrow last time. It was something we were complaining about Christmas for some reason. No, but in the last Batman issue might have been Christmas. No, it was the two Scarecrows in the last one. Yeah, we did. Well, that we was did. World's Finest and the other one. I'm saying in the last Batman issue. No, but we literally, the last episode, we talked about this. Yeah, we did. Were you I not don't here? remember why. Were you not here? No, probably not. <laughs> Mentally, I probably was not. <laughs> so they go to Commissioner Gordon's office, and there's this criminal criminal named Dirk Diggler. Dagner? Dirk Diggler. Dirk Dagner. I, I would have been better if it was Dirk Danger. <laughs> yeah, Dirk Danger would have been good. Yeah, that's why I kept reading in that, but it's Dirk Dagner. No, it's Dirk Danger now. We changed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's being released because I don't have evidence, and Batman and Robin shows up, and he's like, you're here to s- make trouble for me. He's like, no, we're not. We're here to talk to Commissioner Gordon. Hey, what do you, what do you, I didn't even know you were here, you weirdo. What are you freaking out about? 
And so Dirk starts to leave, but he overhears Batman's plan. First, they're going to give a surprise party to some doorman at a swanky crane club. Then they're going to go visit this guy named Link Chesney. And then they're going to visit the old lighthouse keeper on a pirate reef. They couldn't think of anybody else. Like, there's homeless children in Gotham. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they're going to get to that <laughs> They're going to go throw a party all that. for the doorman. There's homeless children in Gotham. Whatever. Do whatever you want, Batman. I don't understand you sometimes, but... <laughs> There was literally a homeless child two stories ago. Yeah. And there's a kid with a sick mother, and you're worried about throwing a party for a doorman. That guy's got a job. Alright, so Dirk's, Dirk's mad at Batman's at Batman for some reason, so he's gonna make sure he has the worst Christmas he's ever had. <laughs> and so he goes, picks up some, some of his thugs. It's the Dirk who stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the ultra-exclusive Crane Club, a simple poor... A simple man performs a routine he's followed for 25 years. And this doorman, Ben Botts, he's, he's cold because he's got to shuffle all these rich people into this club. Yeah. And everybody forgets about him. He must be the loneliest man in town. But Batman and Robin Scared the crap out of him. Batman and Robin scared the <laughs> crap out of him. <laughs> Look, he jumps back. There's things flying around. And they're like, there's a party for you inside. And they bring him inside. And Oh, and- I see. They brought him that chair thing. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's a, it's a cane that doubles as a seat. Yes, because he, he stands down. outside all the time. It's his he job. Has a chair to sit You're on. not allowed to just sit down on the job. Wasn't that like a thing? Sitting down on the job. Well, he's. It's like stand sitting. Okay, we'll get back to that later. Anyway, that stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we will. <laughs> anyway, Batman brings him in and says, "Hey." This is Ben Botts. Everyone, you forget about him every year. Now he's going to be in this party. And everyone's like, okay, hey, Ben Botts, how's it going? And then Ben Botts' boss goes up and says, and shows up and he's like, oh, no, I'm going to get fired. But no, he says he apologized for not appreciating him. And he's giving him a raise. The guy's a doorman. I bet you these people don't forget about him. I bet you they tip him every year. Hey, yeah. I bet you they tip him every day. Probably every day, right. But at least at Christmas time, no doubt, they tip him. So they didn't forget about him. And then Ben's so happy as and he starts to cry. And then oh, poor Ben. Uh, then Dirk shows up. Dirk and danger. it's a hole. He's holding up the place because the doorman's not outside. <laughs> if the doorman was out there, we would have had this problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so he was holding it up, and Batman and Robin can't do anything because they're going to shoot. And then the door. Then Ben's like, "Oh, why did I let the Batman drag me inside? I'd never let these crooks get past me." I'm the dis- I'm disgraced. My perfect record is spoiled. So Batman messed his perfect record up. Ruined this guy's yeah. Christmas and his life. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. There's a specific line I'm looking for that he says. At one point the doorman says he's he no one's he's not gonna he he wouldn't let these rabble in. And this is my problem with the doorman. He's a doorman at this exclusive club that keeps people out all the time. Yeah. He is just as bad as these rich people. And he's not supposed to be in there. <laughs> Right. And, like, so if, like, a homeless person walked up or something, he would just see, you're too dirty. Get out of here. Keep moving. Nothing to see here, the homeless person. And yet, this is the guy we're focusing on. This guy that keeps people out of places. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Stupid. Stupid. Rich people. (laughs) Unless you listen to our podcast. still amped up. Unless you listen to us. Unless you're rich and listen to our podcast, then uh, we like you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I like I all people, so, <laughs> so we know. 
So, Dirk is going to steal all the presents that, I don't know, I don't know where the presents came from or why there's presents here. But, it's a Christmas party. Oh, he's stealing Ben Botts' presents that Batman had given him. Oh. Because he pulls out the stupid cane thing that you guys loved so much earlier. This is why I love it, right here. Yeah, this is the right reason. Out, because the, the, the thugs can't figure out what it is. And so Bat- Robin says, I'll show you how it works. And they're like, oh, okay, show us how it works. And then he pushes a button and it hits him in the face. <laughs> and that's how you get the guy with the gun without making him mad? Apparently. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So a fight breaks out and then Dark's about to shoot Batman. But then the doorman throws a turkey at his head. <laughs> he does throw a turkey at his head. And saves Batman. And then Dirk runs away. And then Batman and Robin don't chase after him because they can't get through the crowd in time. Mm, But everything's all better here, so. And then the even ends. And then Ben gets his salary doubled now because he saved Batman with a chicken. And then, and that's it. They leave. Batman and Robin, they go and they get in their plane and they go over to their next destination. Meanwhile, Dirk's is really angry, and he knows where Batman's gonna go next. So now we're going over to Link Chesney. He's a com- he's a comedian that makes people laugh, but he's sad. He's all the grumpy. Time. He's a grumpy comedian. Yes, and he must be the loneliest man in America. He says, but so Batman, and Robin show up and say, "Hey, guess what? Stop being grumpy." Yeah, Come and on. he's like, he's like, no, I don't even. My jokes aren't even my jokes. I ha- I bought them and stuff. Yeah, somebody can just come steal his jokes. <laughs> yeah. He's got a gag file, apparently, that he bought new ones and old ones with new twists for, and it's apparently worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why? Is this a real thing? Uh, like, is yeah, this a- I, I would like to know if that's real or not, but... Like, there's a, like, I can't think of a comedian right now, but do they have, like, a filing cabinet with all their jokes in it, and you just gotta go steal their filing cabinet? Well, now it would be, like, a hard drive, I guess, or, like, on their phone. Yeah, but wouldn't you just go and tell somebody that joke and say, Hell, hey, that famous comedian says that joke. Maybe he didn't use them yet, and he don't know them. He didn't memorize them yet. He just buys them and sticks them in his cabinet. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but Dirk shows up, and he holds him hostage again, and he knocks out Batman and Robin. <sighs> For a 75th time. Yeah, he knocks out this, this Dirk guy. They should have beaten him up by now. He should be in jail right now. Yeah. Anyway, that's Batman knockout number 47 and Robin knockout number 31. <sighs> this one was the story that was weird to me. I don't, I don't know. This one was just like... I, you know what? I think I got all pumped up from the first two and then they all just seemed to be okay after that. Yeah. So they tied Batman and Robin to a radiator. And then they put ropes around their necks and tie that to the comedian guy and stand him on a stool. Yeah, this is pretty horrible, actually. Yeah. But my problem is, so the guy, he can't just jump off and save them once he goes down on his regular... Well, yeah, and also, if you look at the dimensions, it doesn't... The stool looks like it's three feet off the ground. Yeah. So, maybe it will choke Batman if he steps off, but it's not going to kill him. Well, he's, well, they're saying he's going to the if he just doesn't stay on his tippy toes. Uh, also, the weight of those three men are going to rip that light off the wall. <laughs> True. If they all just <laughs> drop to the ground, they're going to pull the freaking light right <laughs> off. Yeah. Yes, they're going out. to rip the light off the wall. It's not going to do anything but rip the light off the wall. Anyway, the goons that are with there keep telling him that he's so smart for all these plans he's come up with. And 
They s- literally steal the entire filing cabinet. It's <laughs> they steal <his laughs> the cabinet, the cabinet of file. Like he's like, I have no more jokes now. I all my jokes were in that cabinet. Now I don't have any jokes. Everything. Yeah. It's gone. I can't, I can't even remember any of them. I go on the radio tomorrow. I got no jokes. I got. Oh my god! I never. Th- what if somebody did that to me? TJ took my jokes that I do at the end of the show. <laughs> we're gonna be in trouble. Oh my god! I don't know what to do now. <laughs> we're gonna steal your filing cabinet. <laughs> I got news for you. You could just tell, like, a knock-knock joke and it'd be better than most of the ones that you're doing. <laughs> you, you have no taste. Anyway, <laughs> Dirk and his crew go to the, the, the last place Batman was going to, to this lighthouse, to this lightkeeper, who was also lonely and sad because I guess Batman and Robin are just stalking people and just know exactly who's lonely. I was thinking that, too, where they, like, why, they got these people's houses, like, phones tapped and stuff. And, you know... Isn't Lighthouse Keeper, like, a job? Yeah. Like, he gets paid for that. Right. But did they so, live there? Like, I don't know how it worked in the 40s. I can't imagine they do that now. They could probably turn the light off and on on their phone now. Whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, the, and it's Christmas. Don't they get the day off? I mean, I no, think someone's I, always got to be there, but I thought they had a couple people. Somebody that, always is there, yeah. but they do it in, like, shifts, usually. All right, whatever. So, Dirk shows up to the lighthouse, and he's like, oh... I'm here to visit you because you're so lonely. And he's like, oh, you want to know how the light works? And he's like, yeah, see, if you turn the light off, it, that's, that boat over there is going to crash with millions of dollars worth of material. <laughs> oh, okay. So then we'll do that. <laughs> and that's what they wanted to know. And they knock him out and turn off the light. So what's the plan here? Wait for the boat to crash and then go over and steal all the stuff that the boat crashes? Out of the bottom of the ocean. Is that? Yeah, they, ex- they explain that later. Okay. They. Okay. They're going to go over there to the boat and force all all the Navy men that are on the boat underneath so they can steal at their leisure. Yeah. That's a because time. it's filled with, what I understand, materials for the war effort. Oh. Oh, my God. We better not. We'll have to buy more war bonds and stamps if they do that. So, there's like three of them. They're going to hit this ship full of soldiers with guns? Yeah, okay. Um. Well, it's Gotham. It, it, it once see what you don't understand this TJ. Once people enter the city of Gotham, they get stupid. <laughs> and unless you're yes. a criminal, unless you're a criminal, you don't get your brain back till you leave Gotham. So but as the, soon as the crew gets close to Gotham on the boat, they yeah, don't know how to do anything. They don't right exactly. And the only reason Batman and Robin don't lose it because they are also criminals. <laughs> They're vigilantes, yes. so they they don't lose it. Only criminals keep their wits about them in Gotham. I see. Yeah. Hey, I just okay. wanted to explain that to you. Okay. Okay. So we cut back over to the comedian's house. And, oh my god, this is the most convoluted way they need to get out of this stupid trap. So, in order to get out of the trap, Batman uses his muscles of steel to lift the stool with the comedian on it. Like, he sticks his legs, on one leg, right, under the stool? I thought it was both. But Maybe whatever, both legs. Sure. And lifts them straight one, up yeah. in the air. And then he flips them up so that the comedian lands on his shoulders. <laughs> Standing on his shoulders, as, as yeah, standing yeah, on his yeah, shoulders, shoulder. and the comedian does not fall over or anything, and he the stool also hits the light, which breaks the light bulb, which allows Batman to grab the piece of broken shard to cut himself free. And mentions that this ain't the first time we use broken glass to cut ourselves free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does. He mentions that again. What is the point of the utility belt? <laughs> He, he, listen, that is only for extreme emergencies. It's only like every seventh comic book he uses that utility belt. And he can't I, get to it because of his hands. No, but Robin's hands are free. They are? 
Well, they're not free, but they're, like he can reach over with his hands. He can reach Batman's stuff with his hands. Yeah. I don't know. They're tied to it. <laughs> but the, the and no, I, it's a shame there isn't a plant next to it. Yeah, right. Sharp plant. That's true. Or, the no, wasn't it a blow up? Wasn't it a blow up plant or something? Yeah, it yeah. exploded when it exploding got plant. hot from the radiator. Yeah, that's what it was. It was an exploding plant. Uh, anyway, before they go and take care of Dirk, they, they gotta make sure that this comedian is happy. So he's like, Batman says, in a couple seconds, you'll be happy. Just answer the phone. And so he answers the phone, and then all of his fans wish him a Merry Christmas over the phone somehow. Hundreds of people all it, on the same phone line. Yeah, I'm, I don't think that's how that works, but and whatever. I, I, I honestly don't think you would be able to make out what they were saying either, but whatever. Nope. <laughs> and he still doesn't have any of his jokes, so. Yeah, and why would he want a bunch of strangers wishing him a Merry Christmas? Because he's the loneliest man on Earth or whatever. Yeah, but apparently Batman had to set this whole thing up. They didn't think of this on their own. No, he had to make them do it. <laughs> yeah, he probably... I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Wayne paid them to do it. True. True, but apparently it made this guy happy, so... Apparently. <laughs> and so he thanks them, and the Batman and Robin run off and go to the lighthouse, where they beat up the thugs. And they he punches Dirk into the light the, the light switch, so it turns back on, and he gets electrocuted. Yeah, and he's like, I, I, I surrender! <laughs> and the, the lighthouse turns back on just in time to... Um, Have a birthday for party? The ship to turn, no, <laughs> for the ship to turn out of the way. <laughs> Me and then since the day saved, Batman and Robin are having a, like you said a birthday party with Merlin and <laughs> weird hats on and um I don't know I don't, that's not how I do Christmas <laughs> but apparently they brought him all kinds of gifts like books and stuff for just for the person that would be lonely on this day right and then they Batman and Robin leaves Commissioner Gordon a gift it was the crooks all tied up. And they go home and start opening up their presents. And Bruce is like, the, those, the guys that we help weren't the loneliest people in the world. Dark danger was because he is so miserable and lonely that he can never... He needs to be caged like the wild beast he is because he can never be happy. Because of all the greed and hatred. He'll never have a friend because he's all greed and hatred. Alright, so you've been calling him Dirk Danger or Dirk Dagner. And I'm pretty sure his name is Dick Dagner. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> at the very last page it says Dick Dagner. And I'm trying to go back to see Definitely if you're right or wrong. Dick. But I flipped back and I went up into Nazis, so. Oh, well. Anyway, oh, Robin. That's the best one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dick says, no one will ever say to him, as we say to our friends, Merry Christmas. I'm the end. Pretty sure Wait. the prison guards say Merry Christmas, you know? They're not, they're not, har- they're not definitely, monsters. It's definitely Dirk Dagner. And they say Dick Dagner at the end here. At the end, it says Dick, but the, on the very first page when he's in Gordon's office, it says, uh, we find Commissioner Gordon in conference with Dirk Dagner. And then at the bottom, it says, but as Dirk Dagner leaves, it's definitely Dirk. And at the end oh. of the comic, it says Dick. Oh, what a surprise. I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. All right. Let's see who was in this one. Lonely <laughs> <laughs> uh, spend in the world. Batman and Robin, Commissioner Gordon, and then everybody else is a single appearance. Apparently, we don't like Dick Dagner, but it says single appearance and says Dick Dagner. The next one's name is Spike. We had a Spike in the last story, did we? Yeah, and then there's somebody named Nails, and then we got Ben Botts, Mister Zhang, Link Chisney, Tom Nick, and then we had Gotham City and Wayne Manor 
the GCPD, Swanky Crane Club, and the Pirate Reef, which I'm not sure when we were at the Pirate Reef. Is that where that's where the, the lighthouse that's the lighthouse. Is? Okay. The lighthouse is Pirate Reef. And that's it. And that's Batman number fifteen. I, I know I know TJ hated it, but I thought it was okay. I really I didn't really like the Christmas one. I not that I hated it, but I didn't I just didn't really it didn't pique my interest, but I liked all three of the other ones. Especially the third one. That was probably my favorite. I think I got my point across already. <laughs> <laughs> uh buy stamps and war bonds. Yeah, buy very lots of stamps and war bonds and I don't know, can you buy stamps and war bonds when there's no war going on? I mean, you still buy stamps. Yeah, not postal stamps. That's not the same thing. It's I don't not. think. I don't think it is. Is that what they're talking about? Postal stamps? I thought so. Doesn't the stamps go to the government? Uh, I know not anymore. They're, they're self-funded now, but um, I don't know if... What? Well, a post office is a governmental entity, right? So technically it would be going it to the is, government. It is, but it's not anymore. Like, the checks from the post office used to say from our government. Now they say from our customers. Oh. Yeah, so... um. Stamps and war bonds. I type slow, so... What are war bonds and stamps? Okay. Stamps civilians and military personnel collected in a war bomb stamp book that helped the government raise money towards the war effort. No, they weren't postal stamps. They were collectible stamps that you bought. Wow, I did not know that. I thought all this time we were just talking about postal stamps. U.S. war saving stamps. Apparently, It does the- say U.S. postal. Oh, no, yeah. They're, but they're war saving stamps. stamps. There weren't... Like postage stamps. No, you bought them as collectible stamps, but it supported it. The money went towards the war. Huh. Interesting. 50 cent stamps filled a $50 book of total of 100 stamps. I wonder what that's worth now. Um, so stamps issued in World War One were available at 25 cents and $5 domination, denomination. When issued in earned 4% interest for a penny a month. Yeah, they gave you some interest on it at least. When they mature five years later, they could be redeemed for five dollars. Each stamp? Yep. Oh wow! A twenty-five cent stamp you could get. All right, all right. So we're going on two hours here. That's it. So, <laughs> so wait, what about war bonds? Tell your stupid joke so I can stop this podcast. Well, now I can't because I don't have any stupid jokes. I only have gold. That's all I have. So from the first story, um. What happens every time Batman sees Catwoman? Wait, are you telling four jokes? <laughs> what? I'm telling one joke right now. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying four jokes? Because you said from the first story. No, the first story. That's what I'm just saying. I'm saying because I, I'm Selena Kyle there. What happens when Batman meets Catwoman every time? What? The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> that's a dirty one. Don't listen to that shit, kids. If your kids listen to this, don't listen to that joke. Or we're going to have to put a disclaimer or something. Uh-huh. That was the I'm best. That. I hate. To, are you stopping it? Is it done? No. What do you want to say? Say it. That was the best <laughs> Catwoman joke out of all these jokes. You want to hear some bad ones? <laughs> Why did Batman turn Catwoman into the police after she gave birth? Because littering is a crime. What do you think about that one? What did Catwoman get fined for? Kitty litter. That's the. These are the jokes. See, I made the best one. I used the best one. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, your, your fans may be slightly disappointed. <laughs> I, no way. No way. These are I'm gold. on your side most of the time. <laughs> you don't like these ones? You don't like but these this ones? this one, uh, the Dark Knight Rises didn't get, get it. It's a dirty come, joke. It's supposed come on, to be- con- continue to flounder. Come on. Oh, you want some more? 
Here's a really bad one. I don't even understand this one. A friend asked me if I felt especially blessed to have the privilege of cleaning out Catwoman's toilet. So I said, Hallelujah. I don't know what that means. Well, I know a loo is another name for a toilet. Oh, and I guess because Halle Berry, Halle Lou, he was cleaning out. Oh, that one's not terrible when you have to explain it to yourself, though. (laughs) (laughs) Catwoman don't know the capital of Nepal, but Catman do. Catman.